unhealthy habits lead to oh oh sorry sorry got <clears throat> carried away there so far this week we've been speaking about good habits but you know what they say an unhealthy habit lost is as good as a good habit gained actually nobody actually said that i came up with it and i think it sounds good so let's roll with it bad habits or unhealthy habits are most likely something to do with some aspect of fitness and health in today's episode we look at how to let some of these go like a bad memory welcome to one rep at a time a podcast from cultfit that encourages you to become a healthier better and happier version of yourself by building small sustainable habits let's welcome your host deepak gopalakrishnan or chuck If you love someone let them go if you love yourself let unhealthy habits go <laughs> someone's feeling a little poetic today hello and welcome to episode 19 of one rep at a time this week we are talking about habits and today we are talking about the dark cousin of good habits and well there are many of those snacking having high calorie beverages eating quickly not sleeping enough skipping meals eating out of an ordering in of an treats after every meal forgetting other pillars of good health having unrealistic expectations getting distracted while eating eating more than needed oh okay that's a lot let's take this slowly remember i mentioned a couple of episodes ago about the components of a habit cue ritual and reward A cue is the information that predicts a reward. A ritual is what you do to get that reward and the reward, well, is the reward. It always makes you feel good even if the even if the ritual isn't necessarily good for you. In order to build a good habit, we try to make it as easy as possible to get into a good ritual. Simple, right? So, you want to add cues that help you get into a good ritual like having plenty of fruit visibly around or having your exercise gear easily accessible and so on. So, the first step to building a good habit is to make the cues for a good ritual plenty and easily accessible. So, it only makes sense that to get rid of a bad habit, you make the cues few and difficult to access, right? Makes sense. Let me tell you about one thing I did in my life a couple of years back that helped. I used to get distracted by social media a lot and I had already turned off notifications and things like that but when I'd get stuck making a presentation or I was supposed to be researching for something I'd automatically do a control T fire up Twitter and before you know it 30 minutes had passed. One thing I tried to do was disconnecting from Wi-Fi while making my presentations but that wasn't practical because I often needed the internet for research and things. So what I did was simple. I changed all my social media passwords to really long complicated things and then I wouldn't save the password and then I'd log off without saving the password onto my browser which meant that every time I had the itch to get onto social media I'd groan because I'd needed to enter that really long password I'd need to remember it and all that so automatically I found myself actually getting rid of that craving and getting back to work and then I did it on mobile as well it worked like an absolute charm and I recommend everyone try it out that's one small example of what I mean by making bad rituals harder to access so how do we contextualize this for fitness Let's take snacks. The bad ritual is bad snacking habits, right? This is the thing that you want to avoid. So now you think, okay, what's the cue that's actually leading to this? 
Do you always look at food porn on Instagram on an empty stomach? That might make you crave junk food, sure. Or is snacking associated with something else like a midday meetup with colleagues and friends and a calorie-filled vada pav is just part of that? Or are they just snacks lying around your kitchen when you go for something else and you see it there so you crave it? Either way, you can see there is a cue. And you can change something, either see your favorite food instagrammers while on a full stomach don't worry we won't tell you to unfollow them or consciously change up your vada pav for something else or if it's the company of your friends that you're craving meet in a non food environment and so on identifying what the cue is and changing it can really really help or just cut out the cue altogether i have found the easiest way to avoid junk snacking at home is not to have junk snacks at home in the first place a friend of mine once told me he uninstalled all food delivery apps from his phone so he'd never got the temptation to order and when he did need to order he'd have to actually call up the restaurant old school So there are several unhealthy habits and obviously I won't go through each one of them but the trick is this how do you make it difficult to access that ritual how do you make it difficult to have sweets after every meal how do you make it difficult to get distracted while eating how do you make it difficult to eat more than needed if you think about it there are really simple solutions to all of these contextualized to your life conversely rephrase your unhealthy habits as good rituals waiting to be built and make those cues easily accessible If you're not sleeping enough, well, then the good ritual that you need to build is sleeping on time. Now think about what cues you need in place for that—a comfortable bed with no stuff or clothes scattered on it, a dark, inviting bedroom, a practice of saying no matter what, no devices after 11 p.m. and so on. Remember, good habits equal to make cues plenty and easy to access. Unhealthy habits. make cues sparse and difficult to access i hope this makes sense and i'd love to hear what you think about this and how you implement it right and let us know we'd love to know if these tips are working for you and now my friends on to cool down It's time for cool down that part of the show where I give you a little fun piece of trivia. Okay, for those of you who have been tuning in this entire week, you know what's coming. We had a 43 stat, then a 42 stat, a 41 stat, so now we obviously need a 40 stat. I was obviously looking for some fun stat around the number 40 and I could say that 40 is the only integer that has all its letters in alphabetical order. It's true, but I need something related to fitness and habits. So here's a simple one to round off the short episodes for the week and this is relevant for many of us who spend a lot of time sitting down scientists say that we need up to 40 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity every day to balance out the 10 hours of sitting still let that sink in 40 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity every day to balance out the 10 hours of sitting still now this could be exercise or sport or any other activity so technically is 30 to 40 minutes but i'm cheating on the stat here hey it's a good stat and one that you will remember 
that's it for the 19th episode of this podcast which has hopefully become a habit for you if you'd like to say hi my details are in the notes of this episode and i'll see you here tomorrow and remember like your exercise routine take life one rep at a time you've been listening to one rep at a time by cult fit Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for sustainable weight loss coaching, check out the Cult Transform program on the Cult Fit app or website. See you on the next episode.